March Madness is in full swing, and we have another Locked On Bracket Breakdown as 11 seed pick. Got it done over 6 seed Iowa State, 59-41 that final. I'm Jordan Black, and we are joined by the host of Locked On Pit, Nick Fairbaugh. Nick, this wasn't the prettiest game of basketball by any means, but Pitt overcoming Iowa State today. How were the Panthers able to get the dub this afternoon? In a lot of ways, you know, Iowa State wanted to make this a barroom brawl, lots of fouls, physicality, and Pitt kind of took it right to them and did what they did even better. And that's really how they won this game. Defense, rebounding, and they really, really did play a bad game offensively. But Iowa State played that much worse because Pitt just continuously frustrated them with length, with physicality, and with all these things. They threw haymakers all day, and Iowa State – never really threw one of their own that landed outside of that stretch in the first half. It was as impressive to me of a game for Pitt because they beat Iowa State their own style. I like seeing that for Pitt. I didn't know this Pitt team had that in them. Obviously, this is not the formula to make a deep NCAA tournament run, but for today, it worked, and it worked in spades. And that's all you got to ask for at this point with Pitt. That's all you have to ask for, right, is survive in advance. And there is something to be said about defense and holding a team to under 50 points. So what did you make of the defensive effort today? You know, I just thought it was really good. The physicality, the switches, rim protection. You know, Pitt had a crazy amount of blocks early on in this game, and it kind of just kept coming. Uh, Guillermo Diaz-Graham, a center who just started his first game against Mississippi State, started again today. He had an awesome game. I thought he was a huge factor. Iowa State couldn't get to the rim at all because of him. 25 great minutes. They had an awesome rotation in the front court. And the guards really frustrated Iowa State's guards with their length and physicality in the back court. So there's something to be said. Pitt is a team that has struggled with their defensive prowess recently. Heading into this day, got 96 spotted by Duke in the ACC tournament. But these first two games against Mississippi State and Iowa State have arguably been their best two defense performances of the season. So they're pitting it at the right time. It's a good sign for Pitt, especially with Xavier coming up when they can really score in bunch. So let's talk about Xavier coming up on Sunday. What do you make of that matchup and, and what does Pitt have to do? This is a, a team that, that has already, already played a couple games, which is not the case for the other squads going into Sunday's matchups. Yeah, well, can't have the same formula, obviously. Xavier plays fast tempo. They get after it. They shoot the three a lot. So Pitt's going to have to go back to their old MO. Shoot the three, play fast, uh, play discipline, don't turn the ball over, and play good defense. That's what they have to do here. And, and so it's going to be a completely different game, completely different style from both of these games that they have won. It's a tougher matchup. But there's a lot of connections there, too. Sean Miller was a Pitt grad, and he's the head coach of Xavier. And so that's fun. I like the ties there. But Pitt's going to have to shoot the ball better. They're going to have to play better offensively. You know, they turned the ball over 15 times in this game. That's not going to work against a team like Xavier. They're going to punish you for it. They're going to get a lot of points off turnovers. So Pitt needs to play a disciplined style of basketball that fits to what they've done most of the season to advance to the Sweet 16. We're going to see. It's going to be an adjustment period. I'm interested to see where this team goes, though. Two really impressive, gritty wins uh, here in the NCAA tournament that I'm not sure a lot of people saw coming. Yeah, I mean, it seems like this is maybe not – would you call it a, a surprise run for Pitt, or is this something that, that you saw coming all, all season long uh, for the Panthers? I mean, Pitt came into this tournament losers of three of four. They beat Georgia Tech, but lost to a bad team in Notre Dame on the road. Lost to Miami on the road. Got crushed by Duke. 
So they were playing their worst basketball in months coming in. But the fact that they've hit that reset button, it's really been impressive. Speaks to Jeff Capel and what he's doing. Speaks to this veteran team that he's built gelling as a unit. They've really gelled quite nicely together. It's a definite run to me that came out of left field because people's playing so bad. And now it's kind of like, okay, well, now they're they're right back where they were when they were 20 and 5 from November through the beginning of March. And, and that's a really good sign for Pitt. And you know, Xavier is going to be a fun game. That's a winnable game, I think, for them too. So I, I think the Panthers are in a good place right now when you ask that. And it's really good for their future to build upon something that they could potentially have. Uh, for a program that was once great, uh, this is awesome to see them make a nice run and get back to where they once were. We're excited to see the matchup on Sunday, and we appreciate your time and insight, Nick. For more on the Panthers, make sure you are subscribed to Locked on Pit. And for a full view of the bracket and all the action, make sure to subscribe to Locked on College Basketball, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. Thank <laughs> you.